Welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Fire Lane Podcast. I am Brenda with my husband Moises. Hello. Or Moses, like he likes to call himself. Sounds powerful. <laughs> Moises. Moses. <laughs> how are you, babe? The difference. Yeah. What do you mean, how am I? Doing great. I know. You already know that. You're, I'm amazing. Of course. Because you're married to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, apparently, my hubby here wants to have a kind of deep conversation tonight. And I say tonight because it's late night. Yeah, right this now. is Fire Lane. Late night edition. <laughs> but it's not the kind of late night you're thinking about, dirty-minded people. It's the kind of late night where you're sitting down alone and you have this these deep thoughts and you're like, man, the world is a big place or stuff like that. But this is a conversation that might trigger some people. Some people might agree. Some people might disagree. Some people might think, I don't know, depending on what comes out of my mouth. so we hope that everyone um i don't know takes it in a positive way whatever we talk about and just know that we obviously are gonna make mistakes and gonna say stuff that you might not like but but we did give you that warning in the first episode (laughs) hence the name fire lane (laughs) and we also come with this with like a good heart not thinking about harming anyone in any way but just we just want to be positive about things so the topic for today is how how to have a strong mindset and that's mainly because of what we've seen when it comes to depression and I know depression is a very sensitive subject. It's a big subject nowadays. I have no <clears throat> idea why. Yeah. I have no idea how depression is now more than what it used to be now. Mm-hmm. But it's something that we've dealt with, that we've seen people close to us deal with. And we just, uh, this, this, this episode is going to be just our thoughts and how we've bested depression or prevented ourselves from going into that mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it all comes down to one thing is it's just your m- mental attitude your your mindset what you think about all the time who and, are you with i think too no like people you're around yeah and we're going to give some examples of of what we've seen and because it's some some of the things we've seen it's like unbelievable all this can be prevented if people would just think positive more Mm -hmm. and i know some people might think well there's nothing to be positive about blah 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 there's always something to be positive about yeah it's just the way you look at it yeah and And what let me just say like i i'm not I didn't start this way. Honestly, it's all been you, babe. You know, and who you've become. 
and who you've made me become because in the beginning I wasn't the most positive person like I was very negative right so I know that like that mindset can be changed from being super negative to becoming more positive thinker yeah and of course that's something that's developed it's not something that maybe you're probably born with but it's something very much that your association how you grew up who you hang around with what you watch what you listen to what you see all that comes into play what um what goes on through through in your mind so um i don't know you want to start off first or or me i'm i'm just right now i am very very like um how can i say this like i'm so focused on these things over here <laughs> what? So, can we close ourselves okay so we got home like not too long ago and on the like at the by the door there was a package and we're like um where is this coming from and i asked him did you order something he's like no and then whoever it was i don't even know who it is but thanks for our the- fellow listeners <laughs> Thanks for the delicious dessert. I know our address. <laughs> I know. But anyway, so um you want you wanted me to start saying what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll start off first that way you can I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so too cuz I mean you're like so much better at this. <laughs> so go ahead. So, first of all, we don't want anyone to think that uh, we say this because we have a great life or whatever. Of course, we appreciate everything we have, but we don't have that, that lifestyle we want yet. There's many things that we still hope and know that we're going to accomplish and believe that we're going to accomplish. So, by no means is this something um, we're not talking of out of our butts, for lack of better words. Like, we've, 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 we have reasons as to why... We could have been depressed. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I think this is my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I think depression is a choice. You think so? You choose to be depressed. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because no one makes you miserable. But yourself. You make yourself miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Someone can call you a butthole and you can take it to heart. Why are you saying bad words? That's how I said, but. Oh, okay. But someone can call you that. You can take it to heart and think the rest of your life that that's what you are. But that's your choice. Because. That's true. Because that same person is going to go on about their day. They're not even going to remember you. But because you choose to listen to that person who might be a stranger. Might be someone who's not adding value to you. Or even might be someone that's close to you, like your spouse or your brother or sister or whatever it may be. Um, you're the you're the one choosing to take that to heart. Yeah. And I know depression comes in like there's more to that than depression, but if you have a strong mindset and a strong mental attitude, you wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't care what people think. 
you would question why they would think that and even if you don't um i think like if you want to get to that point of like you're tired of feeling depressed or you feel like you're gonna get depressed or you're getting depressed you know um know that you can change it like i i don't know if somebody told me this or i read this but um we like we've learned that nobody can make you feel any type of way but yourself so nobody can make you feel sad nobody can make you feel happy it has to be all you yeah so i guess something that because I'm going to talk about reasons as to why I could have been depressed. And one of the main ones is that I grew up without a father. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was, I don't, I have no idea how I grew up with a positive mental attitude. Of course, I had stages where I was depressed and had thoughts of suicide or whatever. I didn't act on them. But looking back now, those thoughts were, like, the reasons why I thought that way was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, I mean, like, growing up without a father is one big thing. Do you think everybody wants, like, in their life, things about, like, suicide and stuff? Yeah, like, what would life be if I wasn't here? Yeah. Right. The difference is people who act on them and people who don't. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, growing up without a father was one huge thing that because of my mental attitude, I thought about it in a positive way. And I've told you about this many times is that when my father taught me, even though he wasn't in my life, is how I do not want to be as a father. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful he wasn't in my life because that's what he taught me. Yeah. So I'm grateful that it, he gave me a bad example or what a bad example of a father is. That way I can be like, okay, and that's not what I want to be as a father. So I'm going to do the opposite. <clears throat> Other things is, um, I guess, what your friends call you. Like me, they say, i Big ears, four eyes, or whatever. Your friends? Yeah. My friends. You heard that correctly. (laughs) My friends. People who I trusted. I'm doing quotation signs with my fingers. (laughs) They know who they are. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, that's what you would consider bullying nowadays or whatever. That's true. Like, nowadays. I mean, we went through it too. But nowadays it's like everyone's gonna go through it. Uh-huh. Every I think nowadays now kids are being raised very sensitive. Yeah. In a way that they can take a cuss word or something mean that a friend said and they take it to heart. Mm-hmm. And um you wanna talk about what your experience? Or why you could have been depressed, your reasons or whatever. You had many reasons. I have so <laughs> many reasons. I, so many. Um, I, I mean, since growing up, 
I went through a lot of stuff that, like, nobody really knows. Very few people. I think, like, some of the stuff I went through, you're, like, the only one that knows. Yeah, I'm your husband. <laughs> but, um, one that I, I, I can say that it was, like, one of the biggest ones. And I hope I don't get emotional with this. But the first time that um, <laughs> so when we got pregnant with Emma, our daughter, mm-hmm. we were pregnant with twins. Yeah. And we found out that I was pregnant when I was almost eight months, eight weeks pregnant. Not eight months, eight weeks. Imagine, like, hey, babe, we're having a baby. We're having a baby in one month from now. (laughs) Like that show? Have you seen that show? I didn't know I was pregnant. Like what? I haven't seen it, but I just, it just, like, I think, like, what? Anyways, I was eight weeks pregnant, and that's when they told us we were having twins. Mm -hmm. Um, I think at. 11 or 12 weeks mm-hmm. we went to go get checked with the specialist and that's when we found out one of the twins didn't make it mm-hmm. right yeah and it was heartbreaking yep because we we sat there and we cried mm-hmm. or i don't know if you cried first you did i cried first well and it was just like like i never thought something like that would happen to me yeah so it broke my heart because i knew it was coming because when she was doing the ultrasound she was struggling to find the other heartbeat and my heart was beating so hard was mine too and then obviously they can't tell you anything so you have to wait for the doctor Mm -hmm. and when the doctor told us it was just like no well you you held it in until we left mm-hmm. we both held it in yeah we did we held it in. i i started crying when i got in the car i didn't cry until i had to tell my mom yeah and in i remember that i wanted to be like why like why us like why me like why mm-hmm. my baby and at that time, like, I I started thinking very negative. Yeah. Because I wasn't, I wasn't to the point where, like, you know, God does things for a reason. And I didn't, I didn't want to understand. And I was just like, why, why? So I remember that for a couple of days. And... I um I remember Abel, our son, when we told him, like he said, Mom, it's okay. I think no, he said, It's okay. God probably thinks or knows that you can't handle two more kids. And I at that moment I realized like, wow, like our kid, who was much younger at the time, 
is being more positive about this than I am. And not saying that I shouldn't have had like sad emotions or whatever, but it could have been like a moment where I stayed depressed forever or, you know, from then on, like from then on, we went through more and more and more stuff and it could have added to a depression. But also you like, and I think that's huge. I think if, if you feel like you are starting to become depressed, you need that other person and it doesn't have to be like a husband or a wife or it could be a best friend, a brother, a sister, a mom, but you do need that positive person that will help you get through it because you helped me get through it and you were going through the same thing and you didn't handle it the same way. Yeah. Like you were so much more strong about it. And people might say, well, it's because you're a mom. But we we were both parents. So that could have been, you know. Yeah, that could have been a huge thing to be depressed about. But I get this is something that we're teaching our kids is to... Because nowadays, I guess parents want their kids to be emotionally available. But that makes them sensitive. In a way. Mm-hmm. So like they... Now parents want their kids to express their feelings. Which is okay. Because what we teach our kids is like, hey, if you feel angry, feel angry. But get over it. Mm-hmm. Don't stay angry. Yeah, don't stay angry. Feel angry. <laughs> acknowledge that you're angry even us like we've been needing to learn that too like okay we feel sad today or whatever get over it okay we're mad at each other for five minutes okay get over it yeah well yeah it's something that you have to do constant because emotions are emotions Mm -hmm. you can't deny them you're gonna feel them Mm -hmm. whatever feel them acknowledge that you feel them but get over it yeah i mean like with our daughter if she's crying but she's if she's crying for no reason for like five minutes excessively crying we want we teach her to get over it fast and we tell her tell her stop crying and smile yeah because that's how we want our kids and we want ourselves too to be emotionally strong mm-hmm. because we know the world it's not flowers and roses all the time and butterflies <laughs> and butterflies it's not a paradise it's not um so we want our kids to think positive, but be aware, like, hey, there's going to be some bad stuff out there in the world. So you have to be mentally and emotionally prepared mm-hmm. to handle it. And us too. Yeah. And thank God we've we've grown up to have a great positive mental attitude. We've developed that. Um, and that's because of who we hang out with and what we say. What we see. What we see. What we listen to. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge factor because right now, I mean, people make fun of me, but I listen to positive. I listen to Christian rap. I listen to NF. <laughs> In my opinion, he's a, he's a beast. Instead of... <laughs> this reminds me of the stand-up comedy that we saw last time. Uh, but I listen to NF because, one, I can understand what he's saying. Two, he doesn't cuss. And three, everything he's speaking is positive. 
but in a way well he like says something that might be negative in the song but he turns it into a positive like hey i was here but now i'm here <laughs> know what i mean does yeah. that make sense like i was in this yeah. bad place but hey i grew up uh-huh i became and stronger and now i'm in this around. positive place mm-hmm. so that's why i love listening to him i listen to um that hardcore metal christian music all they talk about is god people don't believe me and they think they're like because you don't understand what it's saying i do and i right. think that's the lord speaking through them to me <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, of course i listen to stuff that like bad bunny of course he's not positive but i don't listen to the ones where are not good for me that i know are not good for me does that make sense yeah like i listen to the ones that remind me of you yeah i know because <laughs> of the stuff it says yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so and it's super cute when you're singing in the shower like <laughs> oh, like wow yeah and i and those songs are on repeat for me and you get tired of them but that's what keeps me i guess positive yeah stuff we watch of course it's something for entertainment or whatever i guess since we're adults we can process negative and positive very differently from kids mm-hmm. um but yeah even our daughter is super positive i play those songs and she's like she's a little rapper <laughs> she likes to dance oh man she loves to sing yeah <laughs> um so yeah we're, we're gonna go through some i guess cases where we've seen of how we came up with this topic and how we felt or maybe mainly me of why we should talk about this and it was two it was one and i think i saw these on the same day one i saw something positive first which was this lady who when she was young got kidnapped i don't know how long for i think it was for several months uh but she got kidnapped and i guess raped for the for that time and um this is huge because uh, sh- she was doing a TED talk or some type of positive talk, mm-hmm. and it didn't, like it's. It was great to hear what her mom taught her when it comes to dealing with something that could potentially want to ruin your life or um, make you or make you think suicidal thoughts that, of course, you take action on. Yeah. So yeah, this this lady went through that. And her mom told her, like, hey, I know that this man or whatever took this precious time away from you. And so many actions happened he caused on you or whatever. Mm-hmm. But from now on, it's your choice to let that affect you. Because you already took that much time away. It's your to- choice if you want him to take away more time by you thinking of what he did to you, of what he all that stuff, all that bad stuff that happened to you, mm-hmm. it's your choice if you're going to keep that bringing you or keeping you down. Yeah. Or you can, of course, move on from that or acknowledge that that happened and move on. Of course, it's going to be hard. Of course. But it's your choice. Like, it's either, it's either you're going to keep that, whatever happened to you, keep that from be- making you happy or from you being happy keep affecting her yeah or you can let it end there where it ended and move on with your life and 
find a way to be happy. Mm-hmm. And that immediately reminded me of that book that I read a long time ago. I don't know if you remember, but it's called The Mastery of Love. Fifty Six Sugar? No. <laughs> That's a book you read a long time ago. <laughs> no, after. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> the Mastery of Love, it it reminded me of that because it tells it talks about that too. It talks about like you going through some kind of event like that, like being raped and you it makes you feel horrible. It makes you feel like you're self-image your confidence everything just goes down and it says like why should you carry that burden if it was in your fault like let the person that did the action carry Mm -hmm. that and you be happy yeah and it's true when i read that like i was like wow like understand that you shouldn't take responsibility for other people's actions. Yeah. So I think, like, that's why it reminded me of that book, that story you said. Yeah, and in that scenario, that's a, that's an example of what a positive mental attitude can give you. Mm-hmm. Is that like, hey, yeah, you can go through this horrific events, but it in the end, it's up to you if you ever want to be happy again. Yeah. And then the second one that I saw is of this 10-year-old boy who committed suicide because kids... Where? I have no idea where. Because kids were bullying him because I get he had some type of disease where he had to... What what do you call it when you have to carry a bag that's attached to your stomach? Okay. Something like that. So, um, well, in the story that I read is that sometimes it would leak, so he would stink. Mm. So kids would make fun of him for that. So I guess he got tired of it, but at the same time, he's 10. Just keep in mind, he's a 10-year-old boy. 10 years old. He probably has no memory of the first three years. Yeah. And he had joy for I don't know how long. And then all that stuff started to happen. Mm -hmm. So he was still in the very much in the development stage. So he was getting fed all this negativity. Yeah. And. Yeah. So that's why like. I saw that and as a a parent, I got angry at the parents. Because one in the story that I read, they were blaming the school. Really? Yeah. And I get it, yeah, the school, like, if they were aware of the bullying, why didn't stop it, blah, 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 or whatever. But at the same time, But just there's like, only so much that the school can do. Yeah. Because we believe everything has to be learned from home. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, school is going to teach you your academics or whatever, but mm-hmm. your morals, your character, your attitude is going to be done at home. Yeah. So, just like in that first story where this girl went through all these ugly events and her parent told her like hey acknowledge that that happened uh, but don't let it stop you from being happy Mm -hmm. over here with a 10 year old boy we have a 10 year old boy who committed suicide because of bullying and yeah i get it bullying is horrible and it shouldn't be done 
But as a parent, you have to know that it happens. Mm -hmm. So as a parent, you have to prepare your kid to take it. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah. So these parents were blaming the school. But in reality, if those parents taught that boy and spoken to him, like, hey, you're, you're great, you're special. God gave you this because he thought he knew that you were stronger than those other kids. Mm-hmm. Then that kid could have worn that bag as a symbol of like, I'm stronger than you. So whatever you tell me about this bag or whatever's going on here won't affect me. Mm-hmm. But, and of course, this is not something that it's a hundred percent true or whatever. I'm not, I'm not sure if, they did not speak that into him, or if they did. But I'm pretty sure that if that was spoken into that little boy... It wouldn't have happened. Yeah, he wouldn't have committed suicide. Right. Because it's a 10-year-old boy. Yeah. That's insane. It's crazy to think that that kind of stuff happens when... Like, honestly, it can be prevented. Yeah. Any type of depression, suicide can be prevented. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know, I just think that's crazy that a 10-year-old kid would do that to themselves because they don't want to live anymore. It's so sad. But, I... Like you say, like, it's important to teach our kids. And, like, even adults, adults need it, too. Because a lot of adults did not grow up. Like, yeah, like, we went through bullying, too. Mm-hmm. But maybe a lot of adults did not grow up the way that helps them to talk to their own kids about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, with me, my mom never talked. I don't remember ever having a talk with my mom about anything. Right. Where it comes to bullying or whatever, anything like that, all she worried about is that I was healthy Mm -hmm. and that I got good grades Mm -hmm. and I didn't misbehave or whatever. And, uh, so I guess that's another example of, of parenting that I didn't want to be like, because I wanted to make sure my kids were raised. I, me, myself, I wanted to live, leave a better world for my kids. Yeah. But at the same time, I wanted to leave a better kid for this world. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's super important because we... We're raising the next generation. Yeah. So it's a big deal to raise strong, independent individuals because they're going to grow up. And if we want our world to become better, it's going to start from us as parents taking that, you know, like that step of teaching our kids what needs to be done and how and you know, how they grow up and how they think. Yeah, because nowadays kids are getting 
And it's a perfect example and people covered in this facade that, oh, it's building up their, your, their self-image or whatever. Yeah. But when people, when kids compete nowadays, especially in school, they all get awarded. <laughs> they all do. If they won last place, they get rewarded for being last place. Yeah. And people think rewarding them is going to build their self-image and they're going to start thinking positive for themselves. And that's just not true. Those kids are going to think like, oh, I can be uh, an average or below average whatever person uh-huh. and, and still get rewarded. And that's why they don't try as much. Yeah. That's why they don't try their best because they're still going to get rewarded like regardless. And when it doesn't happen, they're like shocked, like, oh my God. Uh-huh. And like that's why I think every little thing that happens to them, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like... Oh my gosh, like, the Wi-Fi is not working right now. It's the end of the world. Yeah. Like, no, what? Like, it's it's dumb. And it's because of how, like, I don't know, society is teaching them to be. Yeah. <clears throat> but we know that our kids are not going to be raised by society. They're going to be raised by us. Yeah. And, of course, you as a parent have to be positive first before you are able to instill that into your children Mm -hmm. so just remember we're not telling you what to do like this is not we just this is something that we've seen that we've we've uh what do you call it we've applied in our personal life and our parenting Mm -hmm. and we've seen it work and and i feel like like i remember thinking this I don't know, not too long ago, but we leave the teaching to others. And we feel like it's others' responsibility to teach our kids something that should should start from home. Yeah. For example, our son, who's in catechism, right? He goes to class every week and he learns about our religion, Mm-hmm. But I feel like anything else that has to do with his belief and how he believes and stuff come, should come from us. Us teaching him about, you know, God and what we believe and everything, not leave it to his teacher. Yeah. Because it's not his teacher's responsibility. Same at school. You know, it's not the teacher's responsibility to teach them not to be bullies, like to respect others. Like it should come from from you. Like you take responsibility as a parent to teach your kids that and to implement it in your home first. Because when it does happen at school, they're ready for it. Yeah. Like, the whole YouTube thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's another so thing crazy. about why we we were wanting to talk about this. That yes. YouTube stuff or whatever. That's, That's going on. YouTube kids. The Momo challenge or whatever that thing is. I did. I saw. You showed it to me, huh? What? That. The Momo challenge. I have no idea. I think you showed me a picture, but like. It was a long. It was a year ago that it came up i don't know how i don't know how it came up 
but it was first for, for like teenagers and adults or whatever. Uh-huh. But now, evil people in the world, I'm, I don't know why they would do this, but now people are putting those images into YouTube kid videos. Of course, disguising them as kid-friendly or whatever. Yeah. They're putting like sexual stuff on kid videos or instructions of how to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you you... What we did as a parent, we did a YouTube. We yeah. did a YouTube. And, like, this is not something that just started. Because I know that it's been a while that we've kind of monitored their YouTube watching. Yeah. Because stuff like this has happened before. Not so impactful, I guess. But there has been videos before where they're, like, inappropriate for little kids. Yeah. Like, it's a big difference. Of how when, well, I don't, like, for us, when we watch YouTube videos, it's from the same people. Mm-hmm. Like, it's selective. Yeah. Like, oh, like I we find... know who we're looking for and yeah. what we're watching. Like, kids nowadays are not just selecting from this channel or this channel. Yeah. It's like, they see, they see, yeah, they see one video and then they see the thumbnail for the next one. Or like, oh, look, that looks fun. Uh-huh. They have no idea what they're going into. Yeah. They just click on it because it looks fun. Yeah. Because the title or... Yeah, or the picture and the whatever. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, that's that's a huge thing. So, as, as responsible parents, we deleted YouTube. From everything. From everything. Us, personally, we still watch it. <laughs> <laughs> because but, we know what we're watching. Yeah, we, we... Like, I don't... Me, personally, I don't see nothing inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Of course, we both uh, don't see anything like that. We see stuff that's funny, that's entertaining. I I like to look up recipes on YouTube because it like teaches me to cook. <laughs> yeah, YouTube is a great pr- platform that can be educational, but it could also be harmful. Mm-hmm. Depending on how you use it. Yeah. But definitely, our kids are not allowed to to watch youtube so what we did for our daughter instead of youtube for kids we downloaded pbs because we we love like all the cartoons that come out they're not inappropriate at all Mm -hmm. um so we downloaded the pbs app and then we downloaded the disney go app because as as kids one thing is that they don't really know what they're getting into yeah so yeah you you want them to be independent but the way we're raising them is to be independent in actions that we know they can do, like turning on the light mm-hmm. or picking up their room or stuff like that. Like our daughter, when she comes home and she has her coat on, we take it off and we tell her, hey, take it to your room. And she does it because mm-hmm. she can. Yeah. And uh, but when it comes to like education and them watching whatever that's where you really want to pay attention to that because kids don't know what they're getting into and YouTube is a very can be a very dangerous place. And of course with all that's happening right now, yeah. It's a this testament is like, to that. Yeah, this is like the moment where us as parents should be like, Okay, like this is happening. Let's not like make it worse and still let them watch YouTube because I can understand like, you know, kids are wild and there's sometimes that 
like even I am like okay you need to relax for a little bit because you're draining me so it's easy to just give them the phone and put on YouTube but there's alternatives to that you know yeah um because we don't want more of these like suicides and stuff that these little kids are going through to keep happening so just do something about it yeah because it can be prevented and it all starts with the parents in our opinion (laughs) in our opinion it all starts with the parents and no one else's fault if your kid is being depressed or acting depressed or you yourself are being depressed if you're an adult it's your fault mm-hmm. if your kid is doing that then that's the parent's fault in my own opinion and if you're an adult and you feel like you're depressed or you're going through depression or whatever just let people that do want to help help you and also start finding reasons to be happy yeah yeah like think about because okay i hate having to go to books but i've learned this from books yeah that's one that's one <laughs> thing you can do to start thinking positive and the, not be depressed yeah the way that i started thinking more positive too was when i read that book a man's search for meaning mm. remember that book I mean, it's an amazing story and it makes you think of the stuff that you are going through and that you feel like it's the worst thing happening to you, not be so crazy. Yeah. And I know like there's people that, you know, like complain, oh, this is happening to me, FML or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's others that are like, yeah, like be happy that you don't have cancer. Exactly. Yeah. Be happy that you're tired popped, but you're healthy. Be happy that you're, you're alive. Late. That yeah, you like you're late to work, but there's people right now that are, you know, going through like the worst disease or, you know, whatever. So that's one thing that I think about whenever I'm like, oh, like really? Like, oh, but you know, there's probably somebody out there going through something worse. Yeah. So think about like us us as human beings, we start being very selfish. We just think about what's going on with us, mm-hmm. but we don't think about what other people are going through. So I think that that's one of the things that helps to get through whatever you're going through. You know, like turn and, the flashlight to somebody else. Yeah, and be grateful that you're not in that person's shoes yeah yeah and i think like if you do something for someone else it will help you get through whatever you're going through yeah i think i don't know yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i mean um so what we wanted to talk about to make this a positive podcast is ways of how you if you find yourself in that place or in the state of depression or you're having these thoughts or whatever um, one thing you can do is start reading books of how to make yourself better because mm-hmm. of course depression is an ugly place and i don't know if people love being in that place or feeling that way of guessing that they don't but a lot of people are not 
not taking the step to get out of that place mm -hmm. they stay there yeah feeling sorry for themselves yeah and which is a very dangerous place because all your thoughts that are going into your head are negative and of uh -huh. course that's not that's not that's not going to fix anything It's like we tell our kids, like, crying's not going to fix that. <laughs> um, so f the first step is to start thinking positive. One, that's the first step. That's literally like, like, hey, I feel this way. I feel bad, whatever. But at least I'm breathing and I'm alive. Yeah. Just change that. Yeah. Find things to be grateful for. Yeah. That's, like... a, that's, that's a huge thing. Be grateful for. And... Because now you're, once you start being grateful for one thing, you're going to start finding things, other things to be grateful for. Mm -hmm. When One thing that I did to, because we've been learning, thanks to our mentor, we've been learning to be more grateful. Yeah. So one thing that I started doing, I don't know if, um, like, if anybody's still doing their like daily goals or whatever writing them down but i write down three things that i'm grateful for and you don't have to write them down just think about it every morning we even have like a, a canvas that says that mm -hmm. start each day with a grateful heart mm -hmm. so wake up and be like today i'm grateful for whatever i woke up i have water you know my kids next to me just every day and that will like help you feel better even when you go through stuff throughout the day like you just punch it in the face <laughs> right yeah because you're grateful already in the morning so you know some you stab yourself with the pencil or whatever like, <laughs> like yeah it's cool Cause I'm breathing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, um, if, and I wish I could do it to every person who is depressed or, or is going through some emotional stuff and ask them like, Hey, I know you're feeling this, but would it hurt as much as me sticking this knife into your eye <laughs> or whatever? So they can see that whatever they're going through is not that bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, babe, you're so <laughs> crazy. So would it, be, or, or like, would it hurt more than me sticking this stick into your eye? Yeah. So people can see that it's not that bad. And I'm pretty sure once people see, like, they taught us this, is that if you, if, if a group of 10 people were to put what they're going through issue-wise and what's causing them depression into a bowl. And then each person would randomly pick out of that paper and whatever you got, it's what you had to go through next. So like, let's say, oh, this person... Where did you hear that? What do you mean? They taught us this. Who? Our mentors. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Was I there? I don't remember yeah. this. So, like, let's say if a person is going through a divorce or someone with a family death or dead and people are going through all these horrible things. Put them in a bowl. They put them in a bowl and whatever you get is what you have to deal with. <gasps> Imagine, no. <laughs> yeah. Everyone would want to get their, ish, their own issue back because uh -huh. they don't want to go through 
Whatever. other people's yeah, issues. Exactly. So it'll teach you that it teaches you that your problem is not that bad, mm-hmm. and you can deal with it. And that's one huge, one one huge thing that we believe in is that God will not put you in a situation that, that He knows that He knows that you can't handle. Mm-hmm. He doesn't he doesn't bless you with what um, what you don't deserve, but He also doesn't punish you with what what He knows that you can't handle. Yeah, that's another thing that, like, as we went through stuff throughout the years, like. I've realized that it's a blessing to me because it's made me stronger every time. So whatever we go through, I know that it's a blessing because I'm going to become better. But that that you were saying about the bowls, like that's... <laughs> that is... Bowl. I mean, bowl, bowl, one bowl. Like that's huge. Like imagine a person who's going through whatever. Yeah, like... Make let's... a bowl with like horrible things yeah. that you don't ever want to go through put it in there and whatever you're feeling that day take out a paper and be like okay mine is not so bad yeah like let's say you have anxiety and you think it's the worst thing ever uh-huh. and it's causing you depression or whatever and then you put that into the bowl but then there's this other person that you have no idea what they're going into let's say they're going through cancer yeah or some terminal disease, they put that into a bowl. It's your turn to pick. You take out that paper that says terminal cancer. Of course, you're going to be like, heck no, I want my anxiety back. <laughs> Give me my anxiety. Give me my anxiety back. I can deal with that. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to laugh, but wow. Yeah. Like, that's huge. It is. That's cool. That's how you learn to be... And of course, it's something... That's going to help you, like us, be more more positive and think about positive, which is kind of, I don't know. I don't want, I don't want to say like, oh, that person is going through a horrible life. But the way we see it is that, oh, that person is going through that much. Thank God we're not going to. And I pray that they get through it. Yeah. That's how we see it. Uh-huh. We don't see it like, oh, my life is not that bad. Mm-hmm. That's how we keep positive and we should and we should do that to our kid. What? Like make a bowl. I just I'm just mind blown by this. Like make or make a box <laughs> and whenever he's complaining about like, oh my gosh, like this, blah blah blah, like you know what? Go take a paper from the bowl and that's what you're gonna go through next. Yeah, like when he doesn't want to clean his room, <laughs> like hey, we'll give you an option. Go pick a paper from that bowl and that's what you will have to do. That's so big. Oh my gosh, you're awesome. High five. Parenting 101. <laughs> that one's free, guys. That <laughs> one's free. Um, so yeah, so how, how do you start creating that positive mental attitude or you find yourself in a place where you don't have it yet? Um, first of all, acknowledge what you feel. Acknowledge that you don't want to feel that way anymore. Uh-huh. And start finding ways to move away from that yeah. so you find yourself thinking negative and that's what causing your depression acknowledge that you feel that way and acknowledge that you don't want to feel that way anymore and start taking steps into thinking positive and the first step is finding things to be thankful for mm-hmm. be thankful that you're alive be thankful that you have been fed today be thankful that 
whatever situation you're going to, you're strong enough to go through it. Yeah. And always have a vision that no matter what, the end is always going to be better. Mm-hmm. And that's what God promises you. Like what you're going through right now does not compare to the um, amounts of joy you're going to enjoy later. That you're going to have later. But you have to go through, like basically, there can be a testimony without a test. You can't have joy if you don't go through some difficult difficult times. Yeah. And you learn through those difficult times. You do. Those are learning experiences. That's how people need to see those things. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's situations that you don't want to be in, but hey, you're in it. But know that get through it's it. temporary. You're going to yeah. get through it. It's temporary. And at the end, you're going to be a better person. You're going to be stronger. And I feel like you'll help others too. Because other people are going to go through it. And you'll be able to help other people know what to do if they do go through something. Yeah. Or the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know? So, you're helping others. I mean, it's it's huge. Remember to not just stay positive, but also associate with positive people. Yeah, if you if your friends are not adding value to you, then don't hang around them as much as yeah. before. Like it doesn't mean that you don't care about them or you yeah, don't love still them. love them. Because we have a lot of friends that we don't hang out with, but we still love them. Yeah. Like we still care what happens to them and you know whatever if they need us we're there yeah we're there but that doesn't mean like we're with them every weekend or whatnot even family yeah like there's family that we love but we're not around them yeah so that's a big thing too and another thing is now start being aware of what you listen to and what you watch and what's going into your head because that's a huge thing think about this way what you feed your mind comes out through your mouth what you feed your ears and your eyes comes out through your mouth and we told our kid this (laughs) and that's one reason why he's not watching youtube (laughs) um i just laughed because it reminded me of like you said you told them like don't speak out of your butt yeah and then you were like you're saying like what you what you see what you watch or what you listen to comes out of your mouth and then i'm like and what you put in your mouth comes out of your why i'm so sorry just okay (laughs) anyway start being aware what goes into your mind and think about this way and it's crazy but this is what we've been taught like all we've been all all we're saying right now is what we've been taught uh-huh. and it's amazing because we've we didn't listen we didn't learn this in college or high school or even in our own home mm-hmm. so it's crazy None of it. no um but where's it going with this <laughs> i lost my train of thought Oh, yeah, acknowledge that whatever goes into your mind 
can affect you in a positive or negative way. Mm -hmm. So make sure everything that's going to your mind is positive. But think about this way. If someone were go would go into your house, go into your room, where you sleep in your bedroom, and they came with three bags full of trash, stinky trash, wet trash. Wet trash is the worst because it smells. Wet trash. Wet right? trash. Oh, okay. Like wet trash. Yeah. That's all liquidy. Mm-hmm. And they would like tear open those bags and you're just dumping all in your room. I could already smell it. That's exactly. disgusting. <laughs> you, you know you would react like, hey, what the heck are you doing? Get out of my house. Why are you doing this to me? Uh-huh. Worse than that. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's how protective you have to be about what goes into your mind. Because mm-hmm. right now people are letting a lot of trash go in there. Mm-hmm. The news. That's why we don't watch the news. That's why. <laughs> that's why. Um, from I, I refrained from being on Facebook and Instagram because I know it was not good for my mind. Because all we saw was like the past, and I told you this where I used to work before, uh-huh. uh, with all the shootings and stuff and yeah. the crashes or whatever. I didn't find out until I got to work. Yeah, cause they because told you. people would tell me, yeah. and. I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to know. I wouldn't have known un- unless someone else would have told me. Um, but yeah, I mean, be aware of what goes into your mind. What you see, what you hear, the songs you listen to. The songs you listen to have a big effect because people emotionally react to them. Yeah. So they like getting instilled into your brain. Mm-hmm. And it's... it It's... Like, really bad stuff. Yeah. And that reminds me of the stand-up comedy we were watching, the Trevor Noah. Uh-huh. Of how rappers nowadays sound like crying babies. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. I'm like, oh, that's so true. That sounds like my daughter. <laughs> my daughter can be a rapper. And... <laughs> That's probably why kids don't speak properly. Yeah. Because they're listening to... Like we said, whatever comes in through yours comes out through your mouth. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But hopefully some of this stuff helped out. I hope it helped someone. Yeah, if you got offended, well, I'm sorry. We are sorry. We didn't mean to offend you. This is... uh, Because we never heard this being talked about. Mm-hmm. Like we hear people talking, all oh, depression is an issue, blah blah, blah blah blah. But we've never heard like, what's the solution? Yeah. What can you do to prevent depression? Yeah, and and I'm glad that you brought it up, baby. Because at first I was like, no, like we don't really. But like always, you're always on point with stuff, and I feel in my heart that this is something people need to hear. Yeah. And one last thing, if you're in that brink of going into suicide thoughts or whatever, like if you're in your last thread, if you think that nobody's there for you, nobody loves you, there's always someone there who loves you. Yeah. There's always someone there who's happy to see you. You just have to know and be willing to think that. And get out of your own emotions and open up so that you can see others. Because people do show you they love you. You're just not being open to them. 
Yeah. So open yourself. Yeah, there's people up. out there who want to help you. Yeah. But, of course, no one is going to be able to do stuff for you or that they're not going to force you to do anything. It's up to you to decide, like, hey, I want to change. I want to be better. I want to be happy now. I no longer want to feel this way. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Any final thoughts, babe? No. Just, it was awesome. This late night episode. Very late night. Deep thoughts. <laughs> it's fire lane. And just so everybody knows, so we end on a, like, amazing note. My hubby is working on a track for our podcast. And it's going to be amazing. <laughs> there you go. I know it's going to be amazing because you're incredible at what you do. So hopefully we'll get to hear it soon. Yeah. <laughs> sure. But yeah, thanks everybody who's been listening to our podcast since the beginning. And if you just started awesome let us know if there's um any topics you want us to talk about we'll do our best no we already know our next topic we do we, what's our what's next? our next topic what is it you tell me you're the one that came up with it what was it <laughs> i don't know <laughs> what do you mean what do you mean what do i mean what did i i say so much stuff like i don't give me a hint no. <laughs> what was that? That was a wink and a... Emojis? Were you going to talk about emojis? No. What were we talking about emojis? I don't know. What are we going to talk about? You tell me. That story I told you? Yeah. Oh. Find that in the next topic. I mean, the next this, podcast Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Of whatever story she's talking to me about. <laughs> It's going to be a good one. All right, You're cool. going to want to listen. Sounds good. But if you haven't yet, follow us on Facebook. And IG. And Instagram. AKA Instagram. Yeah. Um, Firelink Podcast. Mm-hmm. Right? And we'll see you guys next time. Or <laughs> you'll hear us next time. Yeah. Later. <laughs> Bye.